Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to Two in the Think Tank, the show where we come up with five sketch ideas. Five sketch ideas. Really happy with that opening song. Yeah, I didn't mind it. We actually both went for percussion. But... That, I mean, you sometimes know, that's good, you know. It's it's it's, it's I a love bit that. primal, you know. It's a band with two sets of drums. That's Dueling it. drum kits. Yes. I had a dream last <laughs> night, Alistair, <laughs> where I wrote a song, yeah. right? I wrote a song. Yeah. And then someone was like, oh, Bruce Springsteen's going to play that song. And I was like, oh, <laughs> that's great. And then I went to this concert where Bruce Springsteen was playing the song, and he'd really butchered it. I was so disgusted. Yeah. Oh, imagine that. And then, but then also imagine there's like reports written, you know, like news reports written about your song and how much it's like, oh. you know, it's like they talk about it being a turning point in his career. It's mm. like he's lost it and he doesn't have it you, anymore. You know, when like new songs make the news, <laughs> make news yeah. reports. I mean, that's, Bruce Springsteen's got a it. new song. I, we interrupt this broadcast to <laughs> inform and, you. And they mention your name having mm. written the song. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then you have to fix it. The only way you can save face is mm. by then going on the news and mm. <laughs> live on the news <laughs> and performing the song yourself. Oh, wow. In it's, it, its pure, true form. Show yeah. everybody and how so much now better you have it to is get than yourself. that Bruce Springsteen version. <laughs> yes. Bruce Springsteen ruined my song. <laughs> and then you have to like start playing it like ding, ding, ding. Sorry. Wait. Gling, gling, gling. So, wait. Hang on a sec. Gling, 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 gling. You get the idea. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> um, I think, I mean, Did have it? we already pitched this before? That like, that we have, we interu- interrupt this program, pro- program for some breaking art like the idea of like newsworthy <laughs> art somebody's written a poem that's so important that people have to hear it it's a f- it's a fundamental insight into the human condition and it's urgent that we get this out there right because we're always being presented with urgent news about events um that occur in yeah. the other side of the world I mean, that don't affect us. But I'm getting a, v- a vague memory of it, mm. of, of this idea. Maybe we have but, done this. But I do, I like it so much, the idea of, break. Uh, what, so we interrupt this program for, we have some breaking art. Yeah. Cool. Check out this fucking um, painting. <laughs> this, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Whoa, look at it. <laughs> look at that. And it's like, oh, listen to this riff and mm. this song. And I guess they have, you know, they could have art critics, you know, frontline art critics, much like a war correspondent, you know, who are mm. just res- there on the scene as somebody unveils the art and they're responding to it in the moment. Because I think that's another problem is that art critics very often have a lot of time to think about yeah. 
um, what they're saying about the art. So it doesn't feel like it's a genuine response. It's far too intellectual. But I'd love to see somebody in there on the spot being buffeted, right, by the mm. by this the initial impressions of this roar and, you know, live art currently happening. Yeah. Also, whilst trying to stay completely... Um, what's the thing that reporters are supposed to be like? Impartial, um, objective, objective, yeah, impartial yeah. and objective. You know, and so they just have to actually report on the emotions mm. that they're feeling. Yeah, great. <laughs> you know, I'm standing here in front of Guernica, and <laughs> you know, I'm I'm feeling a sense of bafflement um, at the new style that has has, has been broken through mm. by and the and the absolute magnitude of this painting. I'm now, just noticing am, in the corner yeah, yeah. <laughs> some figures that appear to be children adding an extra weight and depth to my comprehension of the depravity of war. Now my yeah my producer has told me that the person here represents the Spanish people. And therefore, that flows on to leave a whole bunch of new sensations in my body, which I will now describe. My fingers are tingling. My buttocks are clenched. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. (laughs) This art, I saw Guernica, and let me tell you, it made my ass slam shut. You could hear the clonk as my ass slapped together. You know how I'm I'm a... People usually consider me a bit of a slack anist yokel. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, it wasn't open today. I had when to, I saw that. I had to pick my ass up off the floor. Um, <laughs> uh, Alistair, yes, I love is. how you went into that saying they've got to be objective, but what they were being objective about was their personal emotional response. Yeah, it's an interesting yeah. well, form a... of ob- objectivity. Yeah, but <laughs> you know they're they're trying to not put any judgments on what they're feeling. Mm. I'm feeling terrible and I hate it. But who's to say <laughs> if that's a bad thing? <laughs> well, I know, but they're not reporting on what you know on dislike or like. They're just reporting on the on the feelings. I'm feeling you know terrible I mean? and I hate it. And f- now, for balance, here's a psychopaths who, when I feel terrible, loves it. <laughs> my, f- my, my brows are down. My fists are clenched. <laughs> I am punching the painting. <laughs> I wonder whether this is what the artist wanted. I am participating in some kind of performance artwork. Is this what the artist wanted? In- indeed intended. Oh, I see a security guard approaching. It's possible this is not what the artist intended. I feel adrenaline rushing through my veins. I am picking up the closest thing I can swing at this man. I grabbed a a man's handbag. I am hitting the security guard. He is putting his fingers in my mouth. I am biting my fingers. Uh, I'm biting my fingers. Are you? Oh, uh, I thought that's what you said. Um, no, I'm I, biting his fingers because he put his fingers is, in my mouth. There have been thus far any works of art that have truly driven people insane. Just looking at it, that'd be pretty cool. Once, just a just a glimpse, just a glimpse of it. 
And it sends you mad. Oh, yeah. I mean, it would have to be sort of some kind of like, is is this in a way what, what art is kind of supposed to be, especially visual art, some kind of brainal algorithm? We're, mm. we're, we're dipping in and out into brainal algorithms I think that, <laughs> that cause some kind of reaction in it. Yeah, I, I think you're completely right. And you are trying to bypass some of the security as well in the brain, mm. right? You you are hoping that you can get past the filters that have been built up to stop things from getting too deep into the brain and fundamentally altering its way of yeah. operating. Because if it I makes you feel something... Are we describing a woke mind virus? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, is abstract art woke? woke? Yes, <laughs> I mean, it is. Yes. I think oh. I think abstract art is woke. I think the <laughs> only art that isn't woke is um, paint- hyper realism. Yes, hyper realism. Well, not hyper realism, just realism. That I don't like the sound oh. of that hyper thing. That feels like it might um, push beyond. <laughs> into, no, it doesn't back into the woke zone. I no, think it that's might. Ultra. I worry that I worry that hyper realism might confront me with some realities that I'm not prepared sure. to accept. No, I think people th- say that that hyper stuff is is generally pretty boring because it's just picture quality essentially. Yeah, right. Sometimes, but um, but I had a thought because oh yeah, I saw a video yesterday about a guy talking about um painting, and he's like, "Look at this," and you pointed painted like or he, he drew like four triangles, and he's like, "Look, these are kind of you know, there's kind of nothing there. They're just kind of four triangles. They're pretty samey or whatever like that." And then he draws rectangles around them, but he places the triangle in different places in the inside the rectangles, the different ones. One even makes it, you know, so that the rectangle just goes around a part of the inside of the triangle. And he's mm. like, look, you know, this is kind of a bit nice, you know, and this has got, you know, sort of feels slightly different. And this over here, this is quite interesting. And this is, he's like, so how do we go from feeling nothing to now feeling something because it's in relation to something else? Mm. Now we're getting, all we're doing, it's just a, a triangle and a rectangle. That's making us feel something. And so there's probably a code that you can get into the brain and you can send some kind of a coded message or some kind mm. of message that is activate the insanity gene. Mm, that we all have within us. Well, there must be one. <laughs> genetic insanity. Um, yeah, probably. You're probably right. Gen- genetic insanity does f- sound like a fun title for a a sci-fi story. Yeah. Um, yeah, I uh, I like that idea. I also like the idea of you've got this painting that sends people insane, right? Mm. And you you're on a instead of a killing spree you're on a sending people insane spree and you're running around the streets flashing this painting at people and sending them irretrievably insane it's, you know i don't know if that's even a crime it might be a loophole right because you're <laughs> <laughs> it might be a loophole what if you're i think that there's a chance you'll get arrested if you're doing it where you've got the art and you've kind of like you're wearing it maybe around your neck, and then you're wearing a trench coat around it, mm, right? Sure. And and you're and flashing, then, and you're people. flashing people like that. I think you might just get accidentally arrested because they might think that you're regular flashing people, mm. right? And then and then they'll realize that actually they'll have to let you off on those charges because you're not. But then they'll go, wait, why are all these people insane? Now? <laughs> 
and they might link it back to what you were doing. Yeah, but I don't know so if it's a crime to send people insane. To show hey? that I don't know if it's a crime to send people insane to confront people with you know mm. uh, an, an unfiltered glimpse of the reality that lies beyond our perceptions. I imagine. That's I know, but the they'd probably does. get you on tax evasion or something <laughs> like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> They'll go, it's not good. What you're doing is still not good. <laughs> it's not good. It's not, it's not a crime. I mean, it's not, it's not good, illegal, but come on. It's definitely bad. I mean, I think that they could probably, you know, press charges. There's probably emotional trauma there or mm. something. Yeah. A threat to the, the public order. You know. Exactly. Um, um, I'm picture. I was picturing it just so you know, in a bin bag with one of those um, yellow uh, zip tie bag? things. Yeah, you keep in the, the art in a bin bag and you're sort of just like... Oh, and then you open that up bag. and you... How are you going to convince people to look inside a bin bag? Oh, I think if someone harder, ran, up with you, run up, ran up to you with something in a bin yeah. bag <laughs> and yeah. opened it up and ha- said, have a look, I reckon. Yeah. You know what I was oh, picturing? Would I have a look? Somebody doing it. Would Imagine this. So somebody comes mm-hmm. up and it's like, it's a bin bag. But it looks really soft, but really heavy. Mm. And they run over and they go, "Check a look! Look at this!" And it's filled with fresh dog shit. <laughs> and it sends people irretrievably insane. <laughs> Just seeing that amount of dog shit, because we've never, we've never seen dog shit in big piles That's like right. that before. We've seen cow shit and horse shit in big piles. Right, because yes, people are always cleaning up. But we have we don't we're not aware of the emergent power of that <laughs> of dog That's shit right. in that volume. A small it, amount is already quite upsetting to see. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I saw one earlier today. <laughs> and I pointed it out to Otis, and it was like it almost looked kind of intestiny or something like that. Yeah. And 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 Otis was like, I heard Otis go, oh, oh, like like I I. I felt the the disgust activate yeah. within the the revulsion, and I, that was only one single one. But it was multicolored. Do you think this you is know, a sketch like... idea? <laughs> well, I mean, I've written down the insane. I mean, I think that it'd be insane not to write it down, Andy. We have mm. to come up with how many is it? Five? Yeah, yeah. I think from memory, it's five is the required yeah, yeah. number. Um, I mean. I think this is one of those ones where we'll look back and we go, there wasn't a lot there, Al. There wasn't a lot there. Like that. Whose voice do you think I was doing just then? That was you. <laughs> At least give me a but. chance to guess. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Who do you think it was? Um, uh, nobody knows. What about this, Alistair? It's a reverse cryptic crossword where they give you the word, right? And then they give you a number of letters. Okay. And then you've got to write a cryptic clue into the crossword that describes that word. That sounds pretty horrible, Whoa. doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, I mean, <laughs> yeah, that does sound really horrible. Uh, I mean, I'd be amazed if nobody's done this, but it'd be great for a, for a crypt head like you. Yes, a crypt head. You're, of re- course, yeah. referring to my love of the macabre and the fact that I go and sleep in graves at the cemetery. That's right. I know you love to sleep with the brains. Mm-hmm. Um, at the at the what? At the fishing he- headquarters? <laughs> That's what he said. 
<laughs> said at the cemetery. I don't know what the fuck oh. you're talking about. <laughs> yes, yes, that's what I said. <laughs> at the fishing headquarters. Wow. Um, um, all right, what about this? Uh, okay, wait, wait. But, but like, like, look, mm, I yep. mean, okay, obviously I want to, I want to, like, the cryptic thing, like, that would, that's just for people who really love cryptic crossroads, because, like, I, I still don't know how to do them. Mm, sure. You know, and but you've done them for a long time, and this feels like it's one of the, my greatest weaknesses, is that I haven't figured this out. No, this is why I'm always able to get the better of you, Alistair, because I you know, know well, your Andy, greatest I learned- weakness. I learned about something recently, and I, 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 I thought, how have I not known this? And I bet you Andy's known this the whole time, and he's not even told me. He's probably seen this hole in my knowledge, and he's never told me. And I've kept it from you. Tell me what it is. Yeah. Do you, you must know about iambic steps. I don't think I do. I think Tell you me. do, because I think in order to write bush poetry, which you do mm. very well whenever you try... I think you need to. I think the whole point is like iambic steps or that thing where it's like a you know a strong, a strong vowel and then a so, a soft vowel or whatever like that. I I, I know I know not, about it. Um, not 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 vowel but syllable. Two yeah, syllables. Right. Um. I I don't. I, I haven't heard the word steps. I know about iambic meter and stuff like that. And yeah. I assume this is the same thing, but I don't know yeah, well, about it explicitly. Unit. I only know about it from like sort of. What I've instinctively been able to. By the way, um, but you know how I told you I'm going to do a bush poem, uh, show for the Fringe Festival. I've, yeah. I realised something I'm going to. I want to do. I'm going to need another person because I want to write the first bush poem duet. You know, like uh, oh. I don't think that's been done. I don't think there are any bush yeah. poem duets. So I need will to. Will they? Get a, will the words harmonise in some way? Maybe. <laughs> <gasps> I want this to be the oh. like the uh, uh, don't go breaking my heart of bush poems. Yeah, I think that'll be really beautiful, Andy. It's exciting. Then maybe you can release a movie called Bush Poem Duets, and it's just a copy of regular it's people doing bush poem karaoke. Oh yeah, you know, and then you know, and then it'll be good. <laughs> <laughs> just like the movie duets. <laughs> <laughs> Just like the movie duets. <laughs> um, what about this? I think LSD? any movie that yep. that exists with music, you could do a version with bush poems. Um, okay, let's think of some. Um, okay. Bohemian Rhapsody, Bush Rhapsody. Okay. Um, well, we don't have to change the name. Rocket Man. Be... <laughs> Rocket Man. It's about um, Feldon. <laughs> Feldon Johns. Yeah, okay. And and he's a he's a bush poet. Oh, this is this is great. I mean, it's amazing to think that the only thing that was really stopping that from being a fully realized idea was having a name for the bush poet. And now that yeah. we've got one, now that we've cracked the name, <laughs> fell. We don't even have the name for the bush poem. It's just the name of the poet. That's what I said. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. And and then it's like so just all the parts where it's it's just mostly that movie, but then all the parts where he's normally sitting at a piano, he's just sitting on a stool. Mm, great. You know, and <laughs> telling a bush poem. But in this case, in that one, that'll be really interesting because with Elton John, because doing a version of that where Elton John writes the music and then another <laughs> guy writes the lyrics. So this one he's like so they'll have another guy who writes the poem. 
and then he does nothing. <laughs> well, no. I mean, somebody writes the words, and he he goes da 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 da. Yeah, he that's what he, he puts brings it in the, the regular table. rhythm, mm-hmm. the oh, same yes, rhythm every good. single time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, Felden, I'm writing this down. Yes, who's the guy? Bernie Bernie Torpen? Is that his name? Bernie Torpen. What a what a Something name. Like that. Um, um, Bert Tarpaulin, that will be the name of But the... he works with other people, and he works with mu- making other kinds of musicals and stuff, doesn't he? Yeah, I think he's got a diverse oeuvre. I think he... I think he wrote that according song, According to... Um, if... We Built This City. Yeah. For Did Starship. he write that song? He did, yes. Oh. I didn't know that he, that was, he had his mitts all over that. Oh, yeah. Alistair, what about this idea? You know how people on the dance floor, they'll do that move, right? Where they mm-hmm. uh, they the sprinkler? No, I'm thinking of the fishing one, right? Where they yep. pretend to hook somebody and drag them in, right? Mm-hmm. What about this? We release a sequel to that dance move, right? Where yeah. you flip, the, you've got the person, right, and then you flip them up onto a onto a chopping board, and you mm. stab them in the under the neck and drag your filleting knife down through their guts, and you Ooh, rip yeah. out all their intestines. Oh yeah. Are people releasing sequels to dance moves? <laughs> you well, scrape all really the scales good. off the side of their body. Yeah. You know what I think would also be a great one for this mm. is you instead of using a fishing rod, right? Uh the person just stands there and they kind of like pretend to chew, you know, go down and eat a little grass oh, and then come oh, up and pretend great. to chew. And you like that, and you hold up a, a fake rifle. Oh great. And then you shoot them and then yes. they go and they get spooked but they're clearly hit <laughs> oh, and then they kind of no. limp around and then they and then you have to, to finish escape. them off yeah <laughs> and you have to pick up a big rock <laughs> mm. <laughs> with a rock so you've got a gun right you've got towards yeah. hunting with a gun but you don't yeah. have a knife when if, yeah. if it's, it's either gun or then you're back to the most primal weapon of all time the, yeah, the rock. The well, the problem rock. with the gun is that hitting something with the butt of your gun is that then suddenly the barrel's pointing towards you. <laughs> That's true. I'm with always... an antlered animal, I feel you know antlers. They're so unpredictable the directions mm-hmm. they go in. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's dangerous. But I do like the sequels to the fishing dance move, and that's all I was trying to add on to no, it. You know, is that... I'm not. There's no criticism for me. I loved that idea. Mm. But other kind of animal murdering, uh, you know, dance moves. Um, um, what about what about this idea, right? Land fishing. You go to mm-hmm. a, you go to a paddock, right? This is awful, by the way. You go to a paddock okay. with a bunch yeah. of cows in it or sheep, yeah. and you put a hook into a big bit of hay, nice thick yep. strand oh. of hay, and throw it into yep. the field. And you wait till you get a bite from a big cow, and then you drag yeah. it. Oh God! <laughs> oh, you got, you got this. He goes, "Oh, he's a feisty one." Oh, you roll, drag it along the ground. Oh yeah. God, that's thrashing about. That would be <sighs> a, a, a fun, humane way to do that. Ah, yes. Well, let's see. Like, then. I think it, for some reason, like if it happens with a human and they eat it, but it's not like a. 
but it's not like a hook. It's instead, it's just something that, it's like, kind of like you know one of those like inflatable balloons, but inside it's exactly what I was thinking. Their stomach. Oh, yeah. that is fun. That is fun. <laughs> and then it kind of like then you're pulling at them from their core, which is mm. probably their strongest, mm. the strongest muscle in their body. Of course. Yep. Um, I noticed before. Maybe if it was garbage. something, if you, the, the the lure is something that's very tempting to put up your butt, right? Mm. And so, because that would, I was thinking, what would actually be the best place to pull somebody from? Probably around the mm. butt area, so you could drag them. So you have something on the end of a. a, a, a oh, I a, mean, I feel like string. if you had a thing that really goes out, like that really kind of, you know, I feel like there's probably a shelf in there. Mm. That would act as a very strong anchor, like a chassis for the exactly, body. Exactly. Around the um, the you know, pelvis if you could go around, area. Around the pelvis area, very mm. secure location. Mm. You know, and that feels like that would be almost a better place to kind of bungee jump from, to <laughs> yes, be attached of from to, in, a, in a bungee jump. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they call it the bungee jump, Alistair. Satisfying. <laughs> It genuinely Pun. is the bungee jump. All I right, mean, I'm writing down bungee jump. <laughs> oh, it's so a shame it's not bum, bungee bump. Mm, you'd be folded in half, right? I think as you fall, presumably, or certainly as you rise, you'd be folded in half, going up butt first in the rebound. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, maybe. I guess you're right. You could be. I feel like you. I have think to it's just like your your legs just wouldn't be the you know they just wouldn't necessarily be the last part of you. Mm. They don't have to be anymore. They've that's something that bungee jumpers have had forced upon them in the past, but that day has ended today with bungee jump. This being. breaking news. This could, this should be breaking news. <laughs> yes. Oh, we have we have some breaking. Um, extreme sports. Mm. Breaking. Um, Vans. You know Vans? The shoes and the oh, brand yeah. that kind of used to have Vans Warped Tour? What do you think about that name? Naming some shoes Vans. Mm. I tell you what. Um, I like it. Do you think there should yeah, also like be some shoes called motorbikes? <laughs> Would yeah, you? Or, 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 yeah, automobiles. <laughs> Yeah, motorbikes. Everybody, motorbike everybody shoes. loves motorbikes. Motorbikes well, are so shoes. cool. Yeah, yeah, that's true. There's boat shoes. There's Vans shoes. Here we go. Now we're really getting somewhere, Alistair. <laughs> this is good. <laughs> this is good. Yeah. The, now there's helicopter parents. And then, <laughs> <laughs> and, hang on. And the shoes of helicopter parents, yeah. And there's that movie Rocket Man. Uh, with, <laughs> with Phil, and then there's Phil bicycles. And Jones. Uh, and, there's bi- and then there's bicycles. There's the bicycle yes. kick in uh, oh. in soccer. <laughs> uh, and they're wearing shoes. <clears throat> oh, wow, okay. So it all comes back together. Yes, it all I think comes back around in the end, doesn't correctly. it? Especially when you're doing a bicycle kick. No. <laughs> um, people um, do the bicycle kick, right, in soccer. Yeah. But nobody does the bicycle header. So this is where 
because the bicycle kick is where the ball is up above your head and you do a flip mm. in order to kick it in the opposite direction. But what about yeah. the bicycle header? This is where you're, the, the ball is on the ground level, where one would traditionally use the feet to kick it. But what if you were to do oh, yes. a forward flip and to use your head to kick the ball backwards? Oh, yeah. So your head kind of grazes the, the ground. The ground, yes, down there, yeah. <laughs> the ground level, yeah. where everybody else's oh. feet are. And so, what, and, and so if you're doing a forward flip, mm. is it hitting you in the back of the head? Uh, the forward flip, no. Or are you doing a back flip? I, but I, like an extended back flip. I don't know if I know. I think know that's how you would hit it forward. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Yes, that's right. Yes, that's correct. If you wanted to hit it forward, you would do a backflip and hit it with the back of your head. But if you want to no, hit front it... front of your head. Mm, I disagree. I think. I disagree. Oh, no, you're right there. Yeah, yeah, you are right there. Thank you. Um, Once. I mean, I don't, I, don't think this is, I don't think this has been attempted, and this could be the thing that blows the game of soccer wide oh, open. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. A new kick. This will be like in, uh, in Strictly Ballroom, <laughs> right? But instead yeah. of everyone clapping and saying new steps, new steps, it's new kicks, new kicks for for soccer. Mm. Yeah, I wonder if there's a new kick that they could create for soccer, which is where you kick with the bottom of the foot, and it's a ball, it's a ball kicking thing, not like you're kicking your fellow opponents. With, right. So uh, do you, do you lie on your back like a baby, and then kick your feet <laughs> towards the ball? With the kicking with the bottom of your feet, I mean, yeah. it feels like if you could pull that off, that would be pretty impressive. You're rolling yeah, you around. Lie down. Mm. You lay down like a baby, like I say, like a baby. Like a baby. Honestly, thank you. <laughs> so wait, so you see, so I guess it's like a let's say the 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 opposing goalie has cleared the ball, mm. right? So it's up in the air. You're somewhere just after halfway, mm. right? And you can see it's coming for you. So you lay down on the ground like a baby. Yes. You put your legs up, <laughs> and and then you but then you spring them back towards you. You coil mm. you coil them up like a like a spring, mm-hmm. and then as it lands, as it's about to land on you, you release the coil and mm-hmm. you hit it with both legs, double the power. Yes. Right, That's and just then maths. you, and I assume it just goes straight back into the to the opposing goal. I'm very excited. We, uh, as 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 you know, guys who love to brainstorm, and who would mm. love to be employed by large organisations to reinvent their way of thinking. I think it's yes. about time FIFA or a maybe you know Real Madrid got a uh, got a, a a some outsiders in to to. Give them some ideas. I think that's what they need in soccer. Guys who've never played it, right? Covering it and saying, look, have you tried this? Exactly. Um, yeah, and like you could also have it so that there's 
you could be instead of laying down on the ground, you could be laying on two other guys who are on all fours. <laughs> yeah, yeah, great. You know, and so it's like one of those kind of like flying V moves where they go, all right, activate the baby kick mm. like that. And then two guys get down and they're kind of like two back to back cows and then they help <laughs> position you. They're like maybe two butt-to-butt cows. Butt-to-butt you know? cows. Yeah, cows going butt-to-butt. Ass-to-ass. The coach yells out, <laughs> ass-to-ass. The two guys get down. They like, now, baby, get the baby on there. Like that. And then that's, it's the goalie. It's one of the defenders. And and then the third defender is laying on is, is laying on top yes. like like a baby. The goal is wide open. If this fails, <laughs> this fails big time. But it's never failed in practice, and so <laughs> they go for it. That's really good. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd 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 kill to see that, and then I'd love to see the movie, the inspiring movie about these people. And how do you it... think that if you killed to see this, mm. like you would be able to take your eye off of the dying person? that you just killed mm. or that you were killing, you know? Do you think you've killed them before they died? Like, if they're gonna die. Yes. <laughs> and then now they're just dying. Do you think you've already done the killing? Uh, like, your bit is done. Yeah, my work here is done. Absolutely. Yeah. Now you're just waiting for the body to do its work, which is failing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, uh, I think if it's a mortal wound... Um, mm-hmm. I'm entitled to 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 walk away. You know, I'm leaving them for dead. And I think that's the exact, you know. Yeah, that's my Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying here. But yes, yeah, I think for that's for dead. Hmm. Like when yeah, I, I think... am go to the uh go to the checkout at a cafe or a shop and I tap mm. my card on the uh FPOS terminal, <laughs> and I walk away before I walk I've away seen the knowing that it's thing. already been rejected. <laughs> I say it's um, no, no, it's been left for paid. That uh, oh yes, oh see, I I do the same thing, but I go and I and as I tap it, I say, "I'll oh, forget it," and I walk away, <laughs> knowing that it's going to be rejected since I have no income, and. And then I, yeah, the same thing as you said, but mm. the negative version. But the other version. Oh, I got very tired during that sentence. Alistair. I, oh, my me gosh. Too. Me too. Oh, I, what I happened? Think, Did we? I think what's nice about this new arrangement that we've got is now it's evening yeah. over there and it's early morning over here. Now we both yeah. get to be tired, but different types of tired. That's the exciting new development. You're on the way it, it, down, and I'm on the way up. But yeah, it's a, it adds a new dynamism <laughs> to the show. <laughs> you know, there's like I think there's enough tiredness yes. differential, but between us, that there's a, some kind of electric charge. Mm. I think that you know we've we've managed to uh, in keep 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 the essential um, core of the podcast, which is two tired guys try to be creative. But by mm. diversifying the forms of lethargy that we are experiencing, it it does give it this sort of like you know stereo kind of feeling of like there's two different things. There yeah. is a 
there is a dynamism to the stasis that we're experiencing. Dyn- oh, dynamic right, lethargy. That was dynamic. Uh, yeah. I wonder. You know, like how there's the you know there's the way that you can. Sorry, you you actually had an idea to send. It, you're not going to like it, Alistair. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, it's about um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Buckminster Fuller and his theory of uh, dynamic, dimaxian. His dimaxian theory, dynamic maximum tension, was his. Uh, uh, his, his design philosophy for things like the geodesic dome and the Dynamax car. But my idea is for dynam- dynamic maxi- maximum lethargy. See, it's absolutely nothing. But man, <laughs> the there was Dynamax a lot of car? boring details. There was, it, was, it was a car that he designed along the, uh, according to the philosophy yeah. of... Uh, <laughs> This, oh, if, you, if you if <laughs> you if you ever saw a geodesic dome and thought, I wish that was a car, well, yeah, um, I'm I mean, look it, it looks like a submarine c- combi. Yeah, his yeah his car. Yeah, but, it's um, it's really weird. The the I mean, the driver sits way out over the front wheels. <laughs> doesn't yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, I love that. I love a bit of uh, forward weightedness. Well, it's like what we talked. It's it's like the uh, what we've talked about with animals, where that like a dog, or apart from humans, every animal goes everywhere head first at all yeah. times. Insane and, design. Yeah, and it's the same with the Di- Dimaxian car. What would it be like? Yeah, to be a to drive um, a dog. <laughs> what would it be like to drive a dog? Um, Doggy the, style. Yes, Andy. Mm. Yes. Thank the you. hound's way is, is how, um, what's her name, describes it. Who um, does that? That's funny. Um, it's, well, it was one of my favorite comedians who was, uh, whose album I listened to years and years ago called Quality Notions. And she's apparently been performing a version of that album but that has been more blowjob themed for years uh, on on stages, and um, and it's now just become a a Netflix special, Jacqueline Novak. Oh wow! And so it was just themed. released. Yeah, it's called "Get on Your Knees" is the name of the thing. And so, but but it's not all like it's it's one of the most tasteful, um, like fellatio themed pieces of artwork that you'll in, you'll ever enjoy. Gosh, fellatio. You should, you should watch a, it with your beloved. It's a fantastic. It's a, such a beautiful word for that. Act. Thank you very much. Like are there are there Latin who, words the for all the sex it. acts and do they all sound that good? Mm. Yeah. I think I I wonder what they would do with the 69, you know, mm. what they would how they would name it in Latin lot in, in the Latin in Latin land. <laughs> oh well, I mean, would they There's... have to use Roman numerals? I don't know. I don't know if it would, I don't know if it's translatable oh. to Roman numerals because what would it be? Yeah. Now fifty. That's L. So sixty-nine in Roman numerals would be L X I X L X I X. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> I guess it wouldn't be nice though, would it? It would probably be. 
Benno or something like that. But it kind of it kind of means almost a different thing. It's like a foot next to <laughs> next to an anus. Yeah. Next to a finger next to an anus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that's a kind of is that a kind of sixty nine where one person has a their foot in somebody's anus and the other person has a finger in their anus. Yes. No. I think that is a form. I don't think it is. Don't think it yeah. is. Yeah. <laughs> um wait, now before before when you were talking about the when you but went into that thing, oh man, I'm not gonna remember. So um but you know what? The power of the to- towering forget it. I was about to try to come up with the version, the f- the, f- the fingering version of with toes. Um, <laughs> um Andy, I mean, today I mean that is I am interesting. feeling that's like a, mm, that's a sixty nine yeah. where you can't bear to look at one another. Right? Or no but I guess a, in a regular sixty nine you you're not looking at one another, right? You're not looking at oh, one another. Oh but what about this? It's 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 a sixty nine but you're just pressing the back of your heads into the other person's butt crack. (laughs) (laughs) So the 96. Hey? Yeah, the 96. 96. (laughs) And you're just, you're trying to get it in there and you're just trying to get them to feel something. Yeah. Wow. Maybe you oil the back of your head or something. It feels like a 69 for enemies, right? Because it's like you're both walking away from one another. You've turned your back No, but you're not walking away, yeah. You're not. You're walking mm. backwards into each other. You might be wanking away. You're you're <laughs> pleasuring one an, yourself, but with the the back of your head pressed into their butt crack. I think I would like to see one video of this. The ninety six. It's very interesting. I think very interesting. <laughs> What's the most you know? interesting sex move? Not necessarily and I think the sexiest. That, I mean, maybe... Oh, you know what? I think that you could actually use each other's butts as like a airline pillow. Mm-hmm. Mm. By getting your, your neck rod in there and just like having like tremendous neck support. Yeah, but you are still got to so, be on your side for this to be feasible. So I don't think it would be... Not necessarily. What if you were both in a big spherical tunnel or like in a sphere both supporting each other um you know both standing up <laughs> um, okay anyway, but the, the sphere think... would have to be somewhere in space and you'd have to be it would have to be uh you know you'd have to have your own gravitational something or other i think i think Andy, it would only work think... in space it doesn't matter. I think we need to think of positions that will work in space. That's true. I wonder if e- yeah. Elon has got anybody on this for those long trips yeah. to Mars. Oh, no, he wants to come with the. I uh, come up with these ones himself. Uh, um, um, mm-hmm. Andy, I think that as you know, I I have a little bit of a limited time frame, so I think that we should go to three words from a listener. I think that's a great idea, and I'm sure that when we read through the sketch ideas at the end of the episode, we're going to feel great about all of them, especially some of these long I pauses, mean, which I hope you've also been writing down. I've been writing them down, Andy. What if two guys on the opposite side of the world weren't talking to each other? What would that be like? Um, well, I don't <laughs> think the pauses have been that long. No. Um, now, today's listener, Andy, is James Roy. James Roy. James Roy. 
Jeez, I just wonder, how long do you think James Roy has been sending in sketch ideas? It feels like the longest time. Yeah, yeah. And oh, because his name oh, is so oh, short. Oh, 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 I mean, For the longest time. I don't think, I think what I like about James Roy is that I don't think you get yeah. that many people, certainly not on this podcast, where uh, their first and last names are both just one syllable. Mm, you could just true. get through it so quick. It's like if Tyra Banks' name was Ty Banks. <laughs> Ty Banks. <laughs> That's the stupidest thing you've ever said, Alistair. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad that you enjoyed it, Andy, because it I, was almost nothing. Yeah. But luckily, it was something. Well, I the think stupidest that's part of what I've makes ever it said. so stupid. Yeah. It's like if Tyra Banks's name was Ty Banks. Yeah. Well, because of yeah. course, at first, after you said James Roy and you said people with two symbols, uh, one symbol of each name, I went, "Who? Who's an example of that?" And I went, "Tyra Banks." <laughs> went, uh, that doesn't uh, work. I can easily fix this. I can fix this. <laughs> look, look. But why throw away the the idea just because it doesn't work in this situation? Exactly. I mean, think about this one. Bar O. Oh. <laughs> Is that Barack Obama? Yeah. <laughs> oh, win. Um, oh, win. Oprah Winfrey. Oh, win. Oprah Winfrey, yeah. Bama. Um, Barack Obama. <laughs> Barack Obama. It's Barry Manilow. No, it's Barry Manilow. <laughs> Is it really? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck! Have we just discovered that you don't? You only need the first syllables of. What about this names? one, Andy? Toha. Um, Toha. Tom. Uh, no. Toha. I mean, that's on one syllable anyway. Tom is one syllable anyway. Oh, I'm not sure. Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. Those are both single syllable names. Yeah, I know. I know, I know. Got ya. You got one. <laughs> James Roy. So now, thanks thanks for that. James Roy. Um, so today, we James Roy sent in three words from a listener. So if you were interested in guessing the first word, then um, that would be delightful. Three words for, a sil- for from a listener. That's even and one more word than there are syllables in his name. Yeah, um, this is probably the longest phrase that James Roy's ever had to conceive of. Um, yeah. Okay. First word is lasagna. Oh God! It had the same right number of syllables. No, but it's gingerly. Gingerly, we might have done these words before. Um, oh no! Second word, licking. <laughs> no, Andy. No. Blondly. Oh no, we haven't done this. Gingerly, blondly. Gingerly, strawberryly. Andy. Mm-hmm. Brunetly. Oh. <laughs> Gingerly, blondly, oh. brunetly. Wow. Okay. Um. What about this? By the way, right? your um, yeah your, yeah your uh, uh you're at a glory hole, um, pleasuring somebody. Right. You yeah. notice that they have blonde pubic hair, and you say, <laughs> "You say, oh, Andy, your penis is so big." <laughs> yeah, that's correct. What do you like? What do you think of this idea? 
Yeah. <laughs> and you say, ooh, do the, do the drapes match the carpet? That's the only way that I and can then And it. the person behind the wall says, well, actually, that reminds me of the Dynamax vehicle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Buckminster Fuller had an interesting thing to say about this. <laughs> Um, sorry. Okay, where were you heading with this gingerly, blondly, brunetely? No, that was all. I was just saying. You know the when people when you know that that thing that you have to say when you meet a blonde person, which is, do oh. the do the carpets match the drapes? Well, I was just. Oh, thinking I didn't know you have to say that a blonde person. I've, yeah. Because right. until until the last few years, I didn't even realize it was possible for people to have different colored pubes. I thought everybody had to have dark pubes. Mm, no, no. Fortunately, not. It uh, just seems God insane. God has given us the. The right to. What about your armpit hair? Blonde. It's also blonde, or sort of almost transparent. Really? It's, yeah, it looks like fishing wire. Like a sort of like a polar bear's mm, armpits. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Um, anyway, but and so you, what color is your actual skin then? My is skin. That the one that's, <laughs> my skin's is that black. Black. Yeah. Your skin's black. <laughs> <laughs> Um. Anyway, I feel like by by you failing to acknowledge there being anything at all about my thing with the pubes, it feels like I just brought up glory holes uh, for no reason, and I'm feeling no, no. uncomfortable. Okay. Do you understand uh, what I was trying to do with that? Do you acknowledge? Oh, do the, do the oh oh do the does the carpet match the drapes? Yeah, but do the drapes? So you're doing match the, the opposite. You're doing the, I'm doing the opposite. Do you? Can you acknowledge that there might have been something there, even if it's nothing good? Yeah, yeah, I can acknowledge right. that there was something there. Like that it was just the opposite, right? Mm. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What um, about what so about I apologize. What about this, Alistair? This is something this is a thought I had that I'm going to up front say is probably not an okay to thought to have, right? And okay. um is might make me a bad person in some way. I'm not sure of the details of how this, well, how it does. Before that you yet. say it, yes. Before we leave the glory hole, um, no, we're not this? leaving. You're it's another glory hole related idea. Okay, but great. But what about this? So, so you're going to glory hole. Something this person puts their stuff through, and then the person starts eating all of the hair, and oh. then and then leaves. <laughs> <laughs> they eat some leaves as well. Wow, that's <laughs> weird. <laughs> <laughs> so then the person's like, oh, that's interesting. What's happening? You go, oh, ow, I pulled out some hair. Oh, yeah. oh mm. I pulled out some hair. Ah, stop, like that. And then you look down, no hairs anymore. You, you, you pull and the person and is be, gone. They're gone. <laughs> they're gone. They've just, they're they just gone. grazed upon it. They've yeah. nibbled it down. And there's some kind of pube vampire. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of instead of saying I do not drink wine, they say I do not eat grass. <laughs> <laughs> they only eat pubes. I think a pube vampire. I think I might like this idea even more than <laughs> the piss vampire that we came up with because this one is sort of all, is is like a vegetarian vampire in a way, yeah. aren't they? Because yeah. the gra- the pubes are definitely. Even more than the hair on the head, it definitely is the grass of the body. So <laughs> mm, that's right. 
I made. And you can picture them sometimes. You may be like as a snack that they're just at home and they're they've mm-hmm. got those like strips of hair that's been like that's that's stuck in wax that's been mm-hmm. from from beauticians that have like waxed people. Wow. And they're just kind of like picking out the hairs and eating that as a snack like that. Oh, that's real. That's incredible. Yeah, just a bag of hair. Um, yeah. We could do a really good movie where all these pube <laughs> vampires live in one house together. Uh, it's, it's, and it's called it's What We Do With The Pubes. It's <laughs> <laughs> really good. Yeah. Um, what we do in the shadows. What we do with the pubes. We eat them. Andy, brackets, I, we eat them. In brackets, we eat them. Because we're in, in second brackets, because we're pube vampires. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Great. Do you need to go, Alistair? Do I need to let you I leave? do need to go, so I apologize okay, that I'm well, just then, in the time. No, that means I don't give, have time to tell people my horrible idea. Well, you know, I think write it down, put it mm. somewhere where somebody mm. that loves you can find it at some point and be shocked. Yeah. yeah um, and then, I mean, I guess, you know, and just. Because I mean, maybe it'll also be great for you to never to not say it out loud. It's but I, I want to hear it at some point. Okay, great. Yeah, there might be nothing as well. You might hear it and you'd be like, "That's not even horrible. It's just yeah, a right, waste of true. my time." It's just Andy being a, a prude. Mm. All right, Alistair. <coughs> Let's go. <laughs> Let's go through Jeez, the sketch the ideas quickly. Oh, you got to read sketch ideas. Oh yeah, no, no, no. Andy's. Dream, Bruce Springsteen ruins a song Andy wrote. <laughs> wow, you wrote that down. That's incredible. Yeah, oh, we interrupt this program. We have some breaking art. And then there's a reporter re- reacting live. Um, then we have using art to bypass brain security and send people insane. We have people with garbage bag full of dog shit to drive you mad. <laughs> <laughs> Felden John's Rocket Man, but Bush Poem. <laughs> Sequel to Fishing Dance Move and Other Animal Murdering Dance Moves. Bungee Jump. We've got the Baby Ground Kick. Get new brains in to come in, uh, to come up with new soccer ideas. Yes. Um, And then we have the 96 and we have Pube Vampire. Mm. I think that that new soccer idea thing is good because, like, it's a bit like that Wayne Gretzky thing about he was the one who scored from behind the goal or whatever the fuck that was, Mm. right? Because he'd done it so much that he was able to think of that. But I also feel like people who'd never done hockey before or knew anything about it would have been able to come up with that idea. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe much quicker, right? It's not the 10,000 hours. It's the zero hours. Yeah, and then you got to get back to that. You got to, to ten thousand hours, so because you need three, you need four zeros just to make up to, to make up the one zero that you lost. Exactly. <laughs> Once you get a one in there, you need a whole yeah. lot more zeros to balance it out. All right, mm-hmm. Alice, said, let's go. Thank you. That was a good one as well. Um, yeah. We appreciate you listening to the podcast. Hey, Alistair, you, you had a listener come to a gig that you did in Canada. Yes. Big hello to Felix <clears throat> and his partner. Felix is actually from Australia, um, really? but um, but lives in Montreal and is like the opposite. His, his, his partner said that he's like the opposite of me. He moved over when he was 13 
and is now like still speaks with an Australian accent, but knows how to speak French in Montreal. That's amazing. You guys should never here. touch. I hope you didn't touch because you. Well, might no, we didn't allow that. We wouldn't have allowed that, Andy. We knew what the dangers were. We could right. s- we could smell it straight away, but we did ninety six. <laughs> <laughs> Because we were complete enemies, but we yes. put enough grease between us that we never did touch. Oh, that's anyway. Good. Me and Felix did not grease and touch in that way. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm uh, sorry, Felix. Uh, thank you very much, everybody, for listening. And uh, we we love you're not going to believe this. Love you. You. Bye. Bye. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.